in some cases you can just ruin somebody's career for nothing. And, uh, and it's really, it's really a sad thing. Um, I, you know, there's definitely cheaters out there. There's always, it's every, every facet of life. And welcome back to episode five of the Warzone podcast. Thanks everybody for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back. We are here um, with a very uh, special man. Uh, had a fantastic conversation, but I'm not going to uh, delay it any longer because we're going to get right into that. Uh, from heavy metal to heavy gameplay, uh, let's say hello to my guy, Wash Your Hands. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, Wash? How you doing? I'm uh, a fan of your streams. I'm excellent. I'm a fan of your streams. I'm a fan of your gameplay. Um, I before, before I even get into your origins, okay, traditionally, I'm like, you know, where did you start? Let's, let's not be boring. Walsh, let's, let's do something crazy. Okay. Okay. Let's just talk about the short about choosing the wrong uh, loadout. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's settings. I'm going to let him get into it, but this saved me. I did it three times last night. This is the truth. Uh, I, I literally, I, I told you, I said, <laughs> I'm going to implement this the second I'm able to get home. It's a horrible thing. I've died because of it. Very infuriating when you have a long day of work and you just want to come home and shoot people in the best virtual reality shooting people game uh, in the world right now. Uh, <laughs> please uh, explain this amazing short to our audience if you don't, uh, if you don't mind. I'm going to shut up. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it started a couple seasons ago. I don't know if it was a bug or a feature that they did, but basically you could yeah. select your loadout in the pregame. And then whatever one that you selected in the pregame, it would automatically be on that cursor when you got to your loadout. So it's like if somebody's camping your loadout, you can slide in, get it really quick and just hit one button and you're good and you're out. Right. Um, and right. then they changed it and it would put it to the top. And if you had like, you know, a loadout that you wanted that was like in the center, it sucked because then you would have to like scroll down, like make sure you're getting the right one. Or like you'd scroll past if you're trying to be quick and get the wrong one and you pick some like weird, you know, like random loadout that yeah. you just don't want to use that yeah. has like no attachments. Or your test loadout. Your yeah, test, your test loadout. loadout. Exactly. That's what I did. I picked my test loadout. Yeah. And it's never a good time. It's never a good time. No. So in season five, they added a feature that they only put in the patch notes. They didn't like really put it anywhere. They didn't, nobody was really talking about it. Um, and they put in a feature, basically, that you can set that old feature back. Um, and so the feature right. is in interface. If you go settings, interface, uh, it's, it's a mouthful of a feature name, but it's called default to focus on first loadout item in dropped. Um, and you just set that to disabled. And basically, that will you'll just be able to pick it in the pregame lobby, and it will automatically be on that when you go to pick your loadout. And... Uh, yeah, posted that thing on Twitter, and it is, I mean, it is booming. I'm not going to lie. Before I even move to the next segment, you know what to do. Folks, hang tight, put your seatbelt on, and roll that clip. Never choose the wrong loadout again. Go to your settings, choose interface, and change the setting default to focus on first loadout item in drop. Set this to disabled. Now whatever loadout you choose in the pregame lobby will automatically be selected when you get your loadout. Now we're back. <clears throat> Simply perfect. Uh, uh, you've saved many people. Uh, one less <laughs> uh, loadout annoyance. Uh, thank you so much uh, for doing that. Okay. Uh, my understanding is you were a heavy metal singer. 
uh, which fantastic. Um, and then you decided to stream. Can you explain that transition uh, yeah. and your origin story? Please enlighten yeah, sure. us uh, of, of what you're all about, sir. Yeah, so um, I've been I've been in the metal ever since I was a little kid. I started with Metallica and Slipknot, and uh, it yeah. little, little. I'll go into a little bit of that story first. You know, really quickly. I was like, mm -hmm. I went to like Sunday school when I was a kid. I'm not really religious, but I went to Sunday school as a kid because that was like the thing you did, you know, for families and there was like a retreat that we went to and on the retreat it was like this video that was basically telling you all the things that you shouldn't do and on there there was a clip from right. slipknot and of course me i looked at that and i was like that is so cool what is that and uh went and found out found slipknot uh corn freak on a leash was always on trl on mtv yep. and like that music video just like you know sent me to a whole nother realm and so yep. Then I, and then I found Lamb of God, and then I was like, I want to do that. And then I started <laughs> learning how to scream when I was like uh, yeah. late, late middle school. And uh, then in high school, I was kind of in bands and stuff like that. And then late high school, started a band with some friends, and it started kind of taking off. This was like MySpace era, um, and absolutely right loved MySpace. it. Yeah, right? I absolutely Dude. loved it. And, uh, you know, touring and, and just being on stage was, there was nothing like it. That feeling of being on stage in front of people and the energy, all of that stuff was mm -hmm. irreplaceable for me. And when I stopped performing on stage, just, you know, college happened, life happened, all of those things, um, you know, it's life a hard lifestyle happens, and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I never had that. There was always part of me, right. That was like missing after that, when that kind of went away and, uh, yeah. then COVID happened and, uh, I was playing a lot of Warzone with the homies and I was like, you know what? I should probably try the streaming thing. Like, I, you I, know, I gotta say COVID has like created a tremendous amount of stream. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Process. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I always all, watch Twitch. I, you know what yeah. I mean? Always watch Twitch. Yeah. I, I did one yeah. stream during Black Ops 3. I did one stream back in the day yeah. just from my PlayStation. You know, I, I really had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, I didn't have any intentions of, like, really being a streamer or anything like that. Yeah. I was this just was like, a, you know what? Let's ago? just do it. Why not? And, uh, yeah. but, but. Sorry, this was how long ago? Uh, that was Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3 oh, wow. was my was my first my first ever stream. I did like one or two of them and then never touched it again. 2019? Am I off with that? Was that 2019? Uh, it might have been a little earlier than that even. I'm trying to think. Let's, let's, I don't let's... know when it came out. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I no, do want to hear the, the rest of your, orange, your origin. Yeah, so Black Ops 3 came out orange, in 2015. Oranges. 2015 was Black Ops 3, so... Long time ago. That's like, it feels like a different yeah. lifetime. You know what I mean? But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, it, we, uh, you know, never really touched it again. Then COVID hit, um, was playing with a bunch of friends. And one of my friends was like, I'm going to start streaming. And I was like, you know what? I think I might too. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, then the second I hit go live, I immediately got that on stage feeling you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, it, I wasn't in front of anybody. It was in front of like one or two people, you know, for, for that first yeah. little while. But I still got yeah. that, that 
entertainment feeling. Um, and it just, it just lit a fire within me, uh, that, that was missing for a really long time. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, now a, a lot of, a lot of That's my stream cool. is extremely high energy. Um, you know, it's all about the good vibes and, and bringing that music and, uh, all that stuff back to the stream. And, um, you know, one of my big goals when I'm streaming is when you come to one of my streams, I want you to feel like you're, you're at a concert or you've, you're witnessing something awesome. just high energy that. that you've never seen before. Um, you know, you mentioned Slipknot earlier, like that's a huge inspiration for me. One of the things nice. that Slipknot is so, so amazing at is you can appreciate them. Even if you're not in the metal, if you go to a Slipknot mm -hmm. concert, you can appreciate just the entertainment value that they bring, um, that's and right. their production value and all that stuff. Um, it's, it's something special. And, uh, yeah, that's, it, you know, that's no argument bit, there. Yeah. That's a little <laughs> bit, a little bit, a uh, little bit about my background there. I like that. Very well said. Thanks. Excellent. Uh, what's your favorite Slipknot song? Favorite Slipknot song. Mm. Let's say it together and we'll see if we'll do it at the same time. One, two, three, wait and bleed. Sick. I did Prob that alone. It's probably, it's probably <laughs> sick for me. That, that's the one that comes to mind first. Okay. I love, okay. Yeah, I love that first album, but I will say a full yeah. album listen through is gotta be Iowa for me. I just, that, that album is just, yeah, good call. It's just so heavy and like, just so good call. Mm, it's just so good. I, I have so many memories, so many memories tied to that album. Uh, I, I think I heard Iowa. I, I listened to Iowa the, probably a few more than a few times over on the New York Thruway when I drove there to you New, go. York, New York, actually. Uh, nice. That got me through about, what, eight hours on there, all the way from Canadia, uh, where we're at here. Uh, anyways, moving forward, uh, what do you think of Rage Serum? It's in the game. Is it all the rage? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it's, I, I, think, I think when they, when they announced it, it sounded like it was going to be just the end of Warzone. Like, I, it, like yeah. you know, it sounded like more melee damage, more, uh, you know, right. melee lunge like that. That's those are scary words right there. Those are real scary yeah. words. But yeah, uh, it, it was more scarier than it actually was. You're saying. Yeah, it, it's really honestly it is what it is. I, I will say I love what they're doing right now with the game because it seems like they're just throwing all of these crazy ideas out there and it's all testing like for test, warzone right. 2 it's like they're like okay cool you know this maybe this doesn't work so much cool we won't put that in yeah. warzone 2 or you know there's something they add in like all for right. me the lootable perks i think is freaking awesome and i hope that they expand yep. on that idea with warzone 2 yep. so um you know i i love what they're doing with that stuff um you know and the rage serum is you know I, I won't use it because it, it blasts my ears out with my, with my footsteps, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not ideal for uh <laughs> silence. Um, but you know, right into that, first of all, do you think it's even worth it to pre-order the vault edition of modern warfare too? Um, if you, if you're somebody who's into cosmetics and you know, that type of stuff, like if you really, if you buy the battle pass every single time, um, it's a hundred percent worth it because it gives you right. the battle pass. It gives you like 50 tier tips. 
or uh, tier skips. Right, so you may as well, right. You know, it, it basically, it seems like, I was doing the math one day, and it, it seemed like it was, like, more than worth it. Um, so that's, yeah, I haven't pre-ordered yet, pricey, but. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I will be, and uh, that that's probably the one I'll be getting, just because those uh, those 50 tier skips alone as a content creator is really nice <laughs> yeah no you know what i i agree i think it's a good buy uh you know head out there and and buy us an activision maybe send us a check um yeah there you promoting, go you know early early pre-orders uh but it is you should go get it it is worth it the value's there and uh it brings me to the fact that everyone's gonna get their kd reset i mean it's gonna be a crazy climb to the ladder and i'm excited to see new heroes new villains uh yep. new uh bad people will people maintain the same skill will the top still be the top did people guys it's just so interesting to watch the next uh couple of years uh fallout how do you feel about the reset yeah um, and are you are you at all frustrated you have to be i mean I, i'm just asking because anything you put a tremendous amount of time in and you're losing all of that uh does that frustrate you or maybe it doesn't? I don't know. But does the time lost and the reset bother you? Are you happy about the reset? Tell me. Um, I'm not, I'm not like super, super into my stats. I think there was a time when I was, um, I will say part of the reason why, I, why I don't pay attention to it as much anymore is because the stats don't reset. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I kind of, I've always wanted to see like a seasonal stat right like I, I feel like that would be really cool like you can have an overall stat for the whole yeah. life of warzone but have a seasonal stat so that we can kind of see some sort of improvement if that's what you want you know what i mean well ranked would be obviously great but um you know without that the only like real barometer that we have of like looking at our skill is our kd i guess and uh you know it's like i was so bad when warzone first came out for, for a very, very long time, I took it uh, a good year and a half off from Call of Duty before Warzone. And, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it, it's taken a very long time to get that KD up to, like, you know, something that, like, is what I generally play at now. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it's good. It's, uh, I find it very useful to use a w, uh, WZ yes. ranked. Uh, find that on the bottom of the screen. WZ ranked. Very, yeah. very good to track yourself and keep track yourself. Do you have any uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I love those sites. I, I use that. I use uh, sweats.gg uh, is like a more rebirth focus, focused one. Um, the reason why I love that, because I was going to say it's so nice because it doesn't matter, you know, what your KD was, you know, before exactly. whatever, when you judge it, I love how it shows your last 50. So again, that's that website is wzrank.com. Yep. Go there. You can see your last 50. Now, based on your last 50, you don't have to sit there walking around going, Oh, I'm a trash player. I'm this and that. You might very well surprise yourself of those last 50 stats and see you've actually been a 1.5 KD, which is right. point, you know, whatever over, the average right so highly recommend that site but yeah sorry continue yeah no i that's a it's a great point and, and you know especially if you're trying to improve that that's a great way to you know just give yourself a little confidence boost because mm -hmm. you are 100 percent better than you than you are or than you were when warzone came out three years ago you know what i mean and uh exactly you know it's uh yeah that's a, it's a it's a great thing so I, i'm super excited about just a full reset um, I love Warzone and and I still have fun with it every single day. But you mm -hmm. know, having something totally new and having to learn every that's part of the reason why I love Fortune's Keep so much is 
I'm still learning so much of that map, and that's what's so fun for me is I love Rebirth. It's a very but I know crafty map. Every yeah. inch and every little pixel of Rebirth Island, I've played so much um, right. that you know there's nothing surprises me. Right, it's the same fights over and over again. Um, but Fortune's Keep is something new, and and uh, Warzone Two just coming out is going to be a hundred percent new, which is. Which is super exciting for me. Yeah, it's it is. It, you know what? And that that's a great answer. I agree with it. I think we're all stoked uh, for that. Um, okay, so balloons. How do you feel about them? I love the balloons. I I, I think I, I you know there's a lot of talk about people wanting Verdance back, and you know the nostalgia would be great. But you know at the end of the Ver, at the end of Verdansk, I was I was over it. You know, I was playing a hundred percent rebirth and zero percent Verdansk at the end of Verdansk, and um, you know, I would love to see Verdansk come back with the improvements that we've gotten in Caldera, like the balloons. Um, but is that is that what we want? Because when Caldera, and I'm just gonna get your opinion here, when Caldera Resurgence is out, I don't play anything else. The fact there's resurgence on a bigger map uh -huh. enables me to use snipers, create more space between players. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying the map. It feels like a mode that should stay like a rebirth style on Caldera or on a large map. That's for casual play. Yeah. That's where you should have fun. Try out your weapons, do whatever shouldn't impact your KD or let it impact your KD on resurgence. And then, you know, you make a proper uh, smaller map or whatever. On, on a competitive ranked play because they should have a casual play and they should have a ranked play, but I'm not going to get into all that. But anyways, balloons, uh, you love them. Yeah. I, I think the balloons are great. I, I, right. it's just, you know, it helps, it helps rotations. It helps speed up the pace of play. Um, Absolutely. all of that good stuff. I, you know, I, I, I'm all for having all kinds of different ways to get around the map. You know what I mean? Like for dance, we had different cars and I feel like cars were yeah. a lot more cars and vehicles, you know, uh, helis and stuff like that were really, really crucial in Verdansk. But to have that right. and then also have the balloons and all that stuff, um, it would just be so interesting to see how a map like that would play with all of the movement and, and all of the rotation improvements that we got from Caldera. You know, Caldera is just... They made, yeah. they made some bold choices with Caldera, and I think they just didn't work out the, the way that they had hoped. No, but you said you said it before. Caldera and this game in the last six months has shifted into an all-out testing ground yep, for Modern exactly, Warfare Two. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and 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 it, they they you can clearly see that they don't give a rat's ass about us right now. And <laughs> they, but they do in the long run. Yeah. I feel like we're getting tough love from them. It's like we're gonna just crap on the entire community and try out everything that we could just basically throw a bunch of crap at the wall, see what sticks. And we'll bring that over the next game and take care of it. And listen, if they come back with a bomb game that I don't ever want to play another shooter, hey, exactly, I'm in. It's all going to be worth it, in, in my opinion. And and like, I'm all. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but let's yeah. hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Let's hope for sure. Okay. Um. Excellent. Um. Okay. So uh, I also want to know you cover in your shorts and in your videos. You cover a lot of coaching style stuff, which I love. I think they're very very useful. In my opinion, these shorts don't get enough ex uh, exposure. I'll definitely be liking and sharing them as much as I can. Um, but please, uh, what uh, is your best tips? I know it's a complicated question, but if you can kind of summarize uh, quickly, what are your best tips for low to mid-tier players for me, like me, um, to win end games? 
Uh, and I'm talking about commonly my boys can't play. I'm stuck in a random. Two of them left the match, just X'd right away. I'm in a duo quad situation. I've managed to get to the end map through cover, got my one or two kills. What do I do? I think the biggest thing is don't overextend yourself, right? So, you know, a lot of times when you're in an odd man situation, you don't mm -hmm. want to, you know, put yourself in the position that you're going to lose a fight, right? You always want to put yourself in a good position where you have either the power position or, you know, you, you, you separate yourself in the 1v1s, right? Because if you're, you know, in the end game, you don't have many places to go, right? So... You know, but use, do you stick together with that second guy at the end, or do you, or do you try to fight with strategically with him? I, I mean, it, it probably depends on the situation. Um, but right, you know, you're right, you're right. You're you right. know, I, I wouldn't say being hip to hip is really the best, unless, like, say you're like in a in a two v one, right? You are at the advantage, right? I wouldn't like and, and say here's a, here's a scenario, right? It's you two versus one guy, and that one guy is like behind some cover or something like that. Where okay, yeah, don't go in, you know, hip to hip, like around the corner, the same corner. But if you can, if you can pinch that guy, that would be huge. Or the other thing, you don't oh, want okay. you don't want to go in one by one either, because then that gives them an opportunity to separate it one v ones, right? Because then you're, you know, you. One of you guys get taken out and then you give them an opportunity right. to make a play and then, you know, get the next 1v1 as well. Um, you know, so, you know, getting your trades is huge, obviously, but, but use, use the gas to your advantage and, and use that information that you have, um, you know, to try to get ahead of the gas um, and then use cover and, and, and all of that stuff. So those gas, gas masks and stims are probably your best friend then, I guess. Oh yeah, uh, abs absolutely. Stims, stims is the is the most the most powerful thing in the game i think they're, they're you know what though it's crazy with serpentine and stims it's like you can basically run a marathon yep. without dying and getting shot in the back yeah it's I it's mean, it's huge stims are stims it's are, good for me because i suck at the game but <laughs> <laughs> it's not not maybe not for other people um <clears throat> so <clears throat> Uh, I also want to know what are you using close range and what are you using uh, long range uh, right now? I so I, I'm somebody who kind of uses things every other game. Um, I, I would if I had to choose a meta right now, the UGM 100% for long range. The thing is an absolute animal has next to no recoil. 100, yeah. you know, so many. You know, you got a massive magazine. I think it's a 125 on there. You yeah, can put it's, now. Is that, yeah, is that it, the correct one? I, I believe so. Um, but it's crazy. Like yeah. it's the thing is the thing is disgusting. Um, and then for close range, um, the, <laughs> the PPSH right now is is pretty gross. <laughs> There's two builds out there. There's one that a lot of people use to hip fire. I've never been Hold a hip on, fire. I gotta guy. argue. I gotta I gotta argue the PPSH. Okay. okay? Like listen, listen. I, I understand everybody's loving it. Okay. Please, no one get mad at me. <laughs> uh, it's garbage at range. It is terrible Once at you range. Fall out. Hundred percent. I could be I could be off with the distance, mm -hmm. but once I feel it's your eight nine meter mark, maybe not even that. It feels like six to seven meters. I'm a pea shooter. Okay, yep. that's why for beginner players, and I mentioned this last episode, guys. If you are beginner, Robizi back this up. Hopefully, you back it up. The Milano, 
It is easy. You can handle the recoil. You can get a faster uh, uh, mag on it. Put the 55 speed mag, get those bullets to that person faster, which would equal a faster kill. And it is a great beginner gun. That's what I would take over that. Just because what do I care for fast fire rate if I only have six meters and I'm struggling to hold my recoil? Yeah, no, right? I, I think that's um, a, I think that's a fair point. It, it does. I think it's eight meters is, is that first damage drop off. Um, I'm not bashing it. So please. Continue. Oh yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it is, it is disgusting. Um, something I've been actually using the last couple of nights that has been very, very good for me is the AK 74 U from cold war. Um, it is snuck its way up actually statistically wise. Has uh, that slipped into the meta now? It might be. It might be. I I thought it was very slow. Did they fix mobility it is, issues? It I is, thought it was very slow. It is slow. Um, and the ADS time is a little bit is a little bit rough. However, it hits like a truck and it has very, very good range. Um, so it's definitely something to to give a give a look. Um trying to think something yeah. else that would be like another good like beginner i i, I was gonna SMG. say i, I put the otis next to it the otis is, the OTS. is i think right yeah i think it's right now i call it the otis uh -huh. <laughs> yeah the, the ots is is decent for sure um and that's like a familiar but, weapon like i i think right now the meta is in a spot where comfort is more important than than meta right like there's so right. many good options so many things are so close uh right now that that use something that you are going to be able to hit more shots consistently. Um, now, correct. If you're if you're com if you're comfortable with the striker, I would still maybe maybe not use that one so much. But uh, you know, right. <laughs> like you know, you use use what you're comfortable with um, over you know, like like you said, the PPSH. You got to be up close and personal with people, and if you're not using movement to your advantage and stuff like that. It is easy to get really caught out um, somewhere where where you're going to be at a disadvantage. So that's a fair point there, for sure. Uh, I would say the raw uh, 55 also is not getting enough attention. The raw 55 is the, an animal. oh that new SMG. Uh, it is very good. Oh my, it gosh, is very good. I would animal, say dude. I would say in solos, it's a very good option. In in like trios that, and quads, I, you might be you might be hurting for ammo a little bit. Tell me if this is a good call. It is the Val of SMGs. I said it. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> I think. I think um, the Type 100 is is it's it's hard to knock knock that one off of its uh, pop spot yeah, for no, me for for uh, for the solos. I think solos wise, the Type 100 is just it's just too good. Uh, and while we're on the topic of weapons, mm -hmm. Grav. As far as I researched, you cannot get any other AR higher damage than the grav okay that means you're throwing on the ember sighting point the uh, agency suppressor the last barrel uh and that's about it and then if you want to throw on the stock it's very difficult recoil to control but what do you think of that gun and if it has the highest damage that you can possibly load in an ar uh why isn't it beaming people i think it's just i don't know i think it's a, probably a combination of it's got a very weird recoil um you know very it's weird. very go hard to go try the grab it's hard to hit consistent shots it is better than it was once like when that thing first came out uh, it was it was tragic how bad that thing was but um yeah but yeah it, that that's one that's kind of never really seen the light light of day um just because 
there's just other things that are easier to yeah, use that, and and better you know i mean that I, I think that's that's probably the story with that one well you know i think we're only starting to see modern warfare weapons come back it feels like mm -hmm. vanguard is really taking over the scene because at the end of the day i get it they have to squeeze the vanguard game because they don't you know for everything they got so I get that's why that's probably like that, but it's still nice to see the, you know, the main right. oh, modern yeah. warfare weapons, you know, uh, making their thing. I feel actually the game's pretty balanced right now. Yeah, I, I uh, think so too. I think, I think this is right now, we, it's probably the most balanced we've had in a long time. I think the very, very end of like Verdance, the Cold War era, we had a very, very balanced game. You could use so, so many things. And I think we're yeah, kind Cold of War we're kind of we're kind of there right now as well. Um, you know, there's you know the UGM I think is probably it's probably in a class of its own in terms of long range. But it's sick. Um, it's just because it doesn't move, dude. Yeah, and it, and it does good. Doesn't it, it, it has just too oh, many positives. Man. But outside of that, yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's as broken as like the NZ was. Right, like the NZ was just no. like you couldn't use anything else if you were trying to be super competitive. Um, right. You know, and you know, right now I think you, there's still definitely other other ARs and stuff like uh, that. STG, that STG, STG is up there for me. I'm telling you right now, I'm still using the Godzilla one. Um, it's a great blueprint. It's a great blueprint. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys, uh, if you got that blueprint, I would suggest hitting the D pad, the right one, or yeah, the right or the left one, one of those, and watch what that gun does. It is some cool <laughs> stuff. Uh, but but don't do it if you're trying to stay quiet. <laughs> um. Okay, so basically, I just want to ask you quickly your Call of Duty career. Like, when did you start playing Call of Duty? Uh, and how many years have you been pounding away at this game? Yeah, so... I don't know if, you, if, if you said that already, I'm sorry, but I just... So, I want to I, I say... When I really fell in love with Call of Duty, I, I feel like I played some of the earlier ones, but... When I really fell in love with Call of Duty was Mar uh, Modern Warfare, you know, Call of Duty 4. Um, I actually think it counts from the first time you picked up a controller and shot someone in the head to today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I I'm, you know, I, I'm, an, I'm an older gamer, um, so, you know, I've been playing games forever. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I played some of the before Modern Warfare Call of Duties, but... Um, you know, nothing that it was like, it really hooked me until modern warfare. Um, and then modern warfare two was kind of like that game for me that just absolutely set it over the top, played countless, countless hours on modern warfare two. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, I still don't understand why it's modern warfare two after those are modern warfare two. I mean, is it modern warfare five to you or modern warfare two to you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of a weird place to be in it right? is it is I, i've actually it's um, interesting I, yeah i i've made some like news videos talking about modern warfare 2 and people think it's a remake um and yeah and actually, it's not yeah. you know it, and and it's just very interesting to me but uh but yeah i know i the, uh, call of duty's always been always been that constant game there's only been one time where Call of Duty just left me, and uh, that was uh, World War II. Hated that game just so so much, and made me stop playing Call of Duty. Didn't play Black Ops Four because of it. I got hooked on Destiny mm -hmm. Two, and nothing, nothing brought me back. 
until Warzone dropped. I didn't even play Modern Warfare until Warzone dropped. My friend was like, you got to play Warzone. And oh, I was wow. like, I was like, okay, cool. It's free. I'll try it out. And as soon as I dropped in, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it brought me right back. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, World War II just, it was, it wasn't it for me. I've never liked the World War II setting. So that, you know, that didn't help, but, um, but yeah. Amazing. Um, and you know what? I kind of agree. Um, but you know what? It was an interesting run. They did have, uh, some good games and highs and lows. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to know, first of all, uh, during your live streams, uh, Tell me, what is, I guess, the craziest or the most exciting thing that uh, happened? Has anyone ever tried to, I don't know, jam with you, yell at you? Um, um, I don't know. Not, what, what's happened in your chat? Not really. <laughs> Our, the, the chat's pretty chill. We're, we're a pretty hype group. Um, I'd say the craziest thing that ever happened was um, I had a birthday stream um, a few months ago. And Symphony rated us. And, uh, and that was absolutely wild. Um, that's crazy. A symphony raid, eh? Yeah, that was that was uh, that was some craziness, um, for sure. But we get, uh, I mean, we get wild. Uh, we get wild every single night. Um, you know, awesome. some of my some of my favorite moments though are just the the like more personal moments with the community. Um, you know, we had a couple of weeks ago. You know, we were playing games and then uh, you know shut the game down. We were just kind of chatting for for a little while and then. And then we were just throwing on old, like old uh, music from like my high school days. And we were just singing along and, nice. and having an absolute nice. freaking blast. Like the whole chat was like typing awesome. out the lyrics and it was just, it was a whole vibe. <laughs> um, and so now, now we, awesome. after that, now we try to, we try to do that every so often, um, you know, and just like hang out with the community and, and uh, you know, just build those relationships. We've, it's been uh it's been it's been a special a special time for sure. You know what, man? It sounds like you have a great uh, bond with your community. And listen, I, I think, man, you're you're only gonna grow. You're a really fun, entertaining person to watch. Um, you know that's what this podcast is about. That. Um, you know, like I told you on the phone, we we, we are unselfishly just trying to promote you, the streamer. Um, and your fellow content creators uh, to just get some more info about you to the people that enjoy and wait to watch you uh, every single day. Uh, which brings me to my next question. Um, what are you? What kind of content are you going to be focusing on? Are you going Call of Duty heavy just because of Modern Warfare 2? Or I, I mean, I'm not trying to impose on your whatever your plans are, but I'm saying what's your deal for the coming year? What are you going to focus on? Um, yeah. What are, what are your plans to grow here? Yeah. We'll, we'll see what, um, what modern warfare two brings, you know, I, I'm not opposed to doing some multiplayer stuff. Um, I did yeah. a little bit of it, uh, when Vanguard came out, I did some like guides on how to get gold fast because a lot of people were grinding out camos and stuff like yeah, that. And cool. I was doing it myself. So I was like, might as well make a video about it. Um, so I'll probably mm -hmm. be doing that when modern warfare two drops. Um, we're getting early access to the campaign for the first time ever. Um, so I might do some, some playthrough on that. I've never really played the campaigns. Um, that's cool. It's just Look like, out for that people. Yeah. So I, I, I might, I might do some of that, but, but once Warzone two drops, it will be a lot of Warzone Warzone content. Um, we'll have to see what DMZ is all about. Um, there's a lot of rumors swirling about what that could be. Um, so I think the future's bright. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm not really capping myself on any type of for for you know, those of for those of the people that don't know what DMZ is. Do you want to 
yeah. quickly speculate on yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Quick? So DMZ is rumored to be uh, Call of Duty's response to Escape from Tarkov. So, um, you know, it's going to be an extraction shooter. Um, you know, the rumors have said that, you know, you're going to basically go into a, a map where you can bring in loot that you've looted before, loot out, and, uh, you know, you have an objective in mind. Um, and do that, and then anything you loot in that one. I mean, this is essentially how Escape from Tarkov works. But you know, you go in, you loot, oh, this, and then you get out. Yeah. And any loot you get during that time, you get a keep. Um, and then if you die, you lose everything that you have. So um, we'll have to see. I'm. It, it's it's super exciting. That, that's very cool. Listen, I never played Tarkov before, I so yeah. I didn't know how that that that's yeah, how it I haven't works. Either. So that's very cool. And, and it's never really been. You know, I, I love the arcade shooter. That's why I like Rebirth so much. Um, you know, yeah. uh, so so Tarkov itself has never been super attractive to me, but mm -hmm. Call of Duty's response to that, that's pretty interesting because you know that they're going to, you know, change up the formula a little bit to be a little bit more casual um, and, uh, right. you know, have have some some opportunity for some extra fun there. So we'll see. We'll see what that's all about. But I think the future is bright. We got all kinds of all kinds of good stuff. I will definitely keep up. I've always been a news guy. Um, I've always div dived deep into patch notes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that content will always will always be uh, you know kind of my bread and butter. But but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. Absolutely. I mean, we all are. I'm pretty. Again, we're we're hoping for some big things, but let's see what actually happens. Um, <clears throat> basically. Uh, I want to talk about your take on all the cheating and accusations. What is going on? Okay. And before you answer <laughs> that question, I'm very disappointed in the Call of Duty community. We are losing by 20, what is it? 18 million now. That is the villains to heroes. Why, why is everyone so upset? Why don't we just relax? There's no, the, the heroes are, well, I'm getting every hero token, every single one. Okay. <laughs> And this is crazy what I'm seeing. <laughs> Everyone's of, of hacking and cheating and, and there's all villains. Guys, where's the heroes? I'm asking all the heroes to step up and let's get that thing. Well, there's no time, right? It's probably over. It's proven <laughs> that we're just all jerks and it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I love it. So guys, please uh, step up the hero. Uh, I want to see the hero. Uh, please give me your take on these accusations and the cheating and, and the sourness and the anger. What happened to this loving community that we are trying to protect and flourish in despite there probably is cheaters, but you know, Robizi said a good point. There should be a channel. I, I don't know if it's us or somebody that if there is somebody cheating and there isn't actual, like it, there should be rules. If there isn't actual evidence, you can't accuse someone of cheating. If there is actual evidence, you can follow with an accusation upon seeing the evidence you now have proof and you can follow through with that accusation. And if you want to crap on them, I don't know, find them a way to be reprimanded or fined. But Call of Duty would never give a crap to actually structurally organize this to have some sort of justice system for cheaters because they don't care that much because they're probably buying blueprints. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, please tell me your take. Yeah, I, it's, you know, it, it, what, what's really crazy is it's 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 bigger than call of duty and and it's cheating is a it's a big oh, yeah. problem just in gaming in general um but the the you know the accusation crowd it's a you know it, it's a weird bunch and 
look, I, I get it for the but views. But do you agree? Do, do you agree stuff? that they should? Do you agree that it should be their job? Sorry to interrupt you again. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm terrible. No, I have chilling. ADHD. Don't don't judge <laughs> me. Um, but don't you think it's a like, Robizi said this last episode? Just go check out that episode. It's a great episode. Um, he said if somebody takes them down for cheating, it should be their responsibility to also clear their name. hundred percent. And to also go, go out and tell the community that, you know, this is wrong. Like, like I said, like a reprint, right? Yeah, I, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest flaws with that whole community is, is they just go out there and they just post clips and, you know, some of them have been come, you know, have come out as doctored and, and whatever, you know, I, I, I try yep. to, I try to not pay attention cause it's just so toxic, but if they don't come out, you know, say somebody clears their name and they don't make another video saying, okay, cool. This person has been cleared, you know, then you're just putting, you're just putting one side of the story out there. And I just, it, in some cases you can just ruin somebody's career for nothing. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's really, it's really a sad thing. Um, I, you know, there's definitely cheaters out there. There's always, it's every, every facet of life. There's always going to be po- people cheating, um, you know, in whatever it is, right. There's always people trying to get that extra edge. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, it, the, the way that, that people have gone about it, I just, I just don't feel is, is the, is the healthiest way, uh, you know, I mean, it's not very kosher is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's just very toxic. The the whole community has gotten incredibly toxic and, you know, I try to be a very positive person and, uh, you know, try not to waste too much of my energy. You're a hundred, you know, you're right. You're right. You know, uh, wash, let's, let's forget, let's throw that negativity (laughs) right out. Okay. Forget you cheaters. Okay, just throw it all out. And now tell me about your community. What is your sweet spot? Uh, this will be my final question. Okay. And then I have a special uh, request for you. Okay. Uh, one that I told you about, <laughs> one that I didn't, just because uh, you are a fellow uh, metalhead. So I feel we should connect uh, with music and not just uh, virtually. And I want to know, are you open to sharing that experience with me? Absolutely. Uh, together. Of course. Excellent. So uh, please uh, end this interview with our final question. Um, what is your sweet spot in this community? What does wash your hands want to be known for? I, I think I think that there's there's a few places. I, I've I've never wanted to okay. be like uh like the one guy, right? I would say right. you know I, I've definitely been come to known as like very very fast on reporting on updates and stuff like that and. I'm totally comfortable being that guy that people rely on for, you know, patch notes and stuff like that to be, to be quick. And, and, um, one, one thing I really pride myself on is I cut out all the fluff, right? I, I give the information if like you want to, if you want to read further, but I try to just give people the information that they want, right? Like if, if weapons are buffed and nerfed, I try to just tell them it's straight quick, you know, and, and move on. Um, so definitely, definitely that, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think my content is one thing, high energy, um, you know, that type of thing and, and getting that information quick and concise. Um, and then streams are another thing, just, it, uh, it's, it's a place of high energy, good vibes. And, you know, I know that's, that's become cliche to say good vibes, but, but we truly, you know, pride ourselves on being a very, 
inclusive community. I, I was going to say before, before I show you my surprise, I love to see how you start your stream. Uh, I can't say I've caught one. Uh -huh. I've seen them. It's wild after. And I, and I fast forward. Uh, it's wild. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't have to go through all the motions, but if maybe if you want to share a little bit of that or. Yeah, I can send, I can send the, I can send you the clip for, uh, the, uh, what, what the intro is like, but a lot of my VODs don't have the music. So it's, it's very awkward when you go back in the VODs and you just hear me going, ah, <laughs> like, with, without the background music, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's crazy. We, we get absolutely wild, especially at the beginning of streams. Um, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, no, sorry. I know I was asking too much to reenact it. No, you're chilling. Um, I just, you got me hyped up before I even got hyped up to see a hyped up stream. I was I hyped it. up before being hyped up. Does that make sense? Even I, love I guess, that. um, uh, all right. So basically, um, you're a metal guy. So I'm going to go ahead and now we're back and I'm back with my guitar. Check it out. Uh, hopefully there's no copyright claim. Do you remember this? Now we're back. What a fantastic guitar clip. Getting a little crazy. A little bit wild. Um, I'm ready for part two. I gotta hear this song. I wanna hear a song from your metal days. If you didn't think I was gonna ask, you could be absolutely crazy. I just made a total idiot of myself on guitar. I need to see what this man's... I, I, need, to, I need to know. I feel like I shared a piece of my musical heart with you, and it's now time... I, sh I showed you mine, so show me yours. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got, hey, I got, I got something special for you. Okay, we got, okay, we, uh, I, I teamed up with, uh, with a buddy of mine from back in my, back in my playing days, and, uh, yeah, we've written some original music for my stream. Um, so all of my alerts and all of that stuff, and my, and my intro and stuff like that, it's all original music that I did vocals on and, and stuff like that. So I could share, I could share a. The the intro song that we that we wrote together is heavy. I'm ready. It's great. Nothing left to do but give you a big round of applause. I cannot. This has been. Oh gosh, everything's falling. But this has been such an incredible uh, episode. And just, I, I feel that we got to know Wash better. I feel, um, I feel we really all connected here. So uh, I want to thank my guest uh, Wash. Um, and uh, could we, uh, could we make a metal band, Wash? Uh, no, I think we should probably you just. Wanna, uh, you know. I, no, I understand. I, I. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I got excited and I feel sheepish. Uh, sheepish. Um, but thank you so much. Uh, who's your favorite metal band? You said it was. Ooh, my favorite right now? Yeah. Who's your favorite metal band? I got it. Yeah. I mean, by the I'm going to go ahead and again, I'll show you mine before you show me yours. You did say them. It is Lamb of God for me. Okay, I they like do it. Take the, they, ta they, take the they take the cake just because they play a nostalgic part through me driving to Limp Bizkit concerts and Corn concerts and the Family Value Tour. Shout out if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Family Values Tour, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, that was quite an event. Uh, but please, uh, tell me your favorite metal band. And then after that, please tell the good folks, the good folks, where to reach you. Uh, where you're streaming your beautiful uh, and entertaining content, please. Favorite metal band and where can we find you? Uh, I, I change my favorite metal band all the time. Make Them Suffer is kind of like the one that's been consistent for the last couple of years. Absolutely love right. them. Sounds positive. Sounds sounds like a positive. Very band. positive. Very positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Good family family friendly band. Um, I prevail. Like just, Barney. I prevail. Just came out with a new album that I absolutely love. Can't stop listening to it right now. Um, so. Those are my, my two picks right now. Uh, and then you can find me everywhere at Wash Your Hands. Two R's. And, uh, you know, Twitch is, is my main thing. YouTube, Instagram, mm -hmm. TikTok, Facebook, uh, you know, MySpace everywhere. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. Listen, thank you for, for, for letting us into your life. Thank you uh, for sharing some of your life with us. Th thank you for getting uncomfortable with us. Uh, and thank you. Uh, for educating the viewer at home, which is really what you focus on and what you do. Remember this man uh, for the uh, not only incredible tips he give you, uh, he gives you to get better in your game right now, but also so you can get home after a long days of work and start beaming people's face off. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. It was a ton of fun. Thanks, brother. Uh, we will talk to you later and have a wonderful day. Peace. And that was nothing short of unbelievable. I gotta say. When you meet good people, uh, it's just something that really uh, resonates with you and reminds you of why I would, why I want to do a podcast like this is definitely streamers like him. Uh, I really appreciate you guys watching. It, it, it makes me feel that the more I get to know you guys, one streamer at a time, uh, we'll, we'll both watch each other grow. Um, and I'm very, very excited uh, to see that. And I'm forever grateful for all the for all the views and, and, and the attention that people uh, take from their day to give to us to find out how they can get better uh, at the game we all love and know. This is The General signing off. And I'm going to see you at episode, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll see you next episode. <laughs>